0: Dennis Rodman on Lil Nas X photos. If that ain't the most 2019 thing ever. Bro,
1: my
0: man, I guess we should begin this podcast. Yeah, get it. Welcome to the Haters Lovers Podcast. This is your boy, Russell. checking in. And this is Lucky Lefty. Boom, Paul. That's yeah. it, bro. So, First of all, we got some things I need to get off my chest. I've been what waiting happened, to record. Man? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? So... First things first, you notice what I said there. This is the Haters yeah. or Loveless podcast. That is the name to, of our... To, to my credit, I have never said our name out loud. Ever. You're the one handling the design. of I hope you haven't been sending the designer <laughs> the wrong name for our logo. Kanye sure. not So for those who are listening, Nick and I have uh, a beef that we're about to hash out on the mic. But uh, his, first of all, his name is no longer Lucky Lefty. I'm now calling him Nick Yonte. Um, And he thinks that we are Destiny's Child, and he's going to leave me like I'm Michelle or somebody. Like, not even Kelly, because Kelly still has her own career. He's trying to leave me out here in the streets. So Nick comes into or has a friend that comes into town that has his own podcast, uh, ADHD, with, uh, what's he go, by Tramiel? Uh Tramel James. I think. Yeah, but uh, featuring Tramel or with Tremell James. Um, I have to look it up by his name because there's a 1,000 ADHDs, but – I'm not even going to get into that right now. So the idea was, hey, let's do a joint podcast. We'll release them on both platforms. Just get some collaboration. It'll be cool.
1: Let me stop you there because, one, I did try to podcast with you that Friday. And, two, the weekend after Friday was crazy. He left early Saturday, Sunday morning. So, So,
0: no, this is my story. Okay. So we're trying to set things up. Right now we're recording on Sundays. That's the plan. That's what we talked about. Nick hit me like, hey, I'm going to be in your city. I should be done between 2 and 4. And so, what did you say? Cool. All right. Let me know when you get done. Uh, if it's after 4, then I'll be tied up or whatever the case may be. So I'm thinking I've got between 2 and 4 or whatever, right? So I rolled to Nashville. I got to roll to Nashville because, as I told y'all last podcast, I quit my job. So I had to turn all my stuff in. So Nick hits me at 1.30 like, hey, bro, I'm done. First of all, I was not prepared for you to be done already. I said, you know, I'm in Nashville, or I'm headed to Nashville, actually. I got my wife and kids, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Bro, I don't hear from Nick at all the rest of the day. I don't hear from him that day. I don't hear from him Saturday, which is cool with me because I don't like talking to him. I talked to him Sunday. This Negro has the audacity to have recorded a whole separate podcast without me. He guest started on it. And then was like, oh yeah, he already left. And on top of that, then he was too tired to record our actual podcast. So the reason why you didn't get an episode last week is because Nick was out here just giving it loaning his mouth out to anybody wow. who wanted to have it. I only, <laughs> I only did
1: one. It only happened once.
0: It only happened once. <laughs> Heard that before, huh? I bet you'll give your mouth out to anybody who's well, willing to put a me. mic in front of it.
1: You, you was first choice and you you
0: were busy. I was first choice. Not, no, don't try to flip this I, on me
1: because <laughs> you were unfaithful. I had podcast You need needs to check you your contract. You, you couldn't <laughs> fulfill my podcast needs.
0: <laughs> uh, and then, <laughs> so, I, I, so <laughs> I go to listen to the podcast, right? And I'm like, okay, let me at least check it out and see. Make sure he's plugging us right. I did. No, you did not. I plugged y'all. Us. No, you did not. So Tramel goes, hey, Nick, um, are you all on Apple? Which I send Nick... The, I send sure. Nick our metrics almost every week. Our biggest listening, or most people listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Nick goes, Oh, I don't know what platforms we're on. I said Spotify. I know we're sure on Spotify. <laughs> then, and that's
1: how I listen to he it. He was like,
0: So Trey goes, Oh, is this the Love Us or Hate Us podcast? And Nick was like, Oh, yes, yeah, the Lovers or Hate Us podcast. Brand it's not our name. This is terrible.
1: Well, it's not my fault. I never said it out loud. I know it's Haters Us or Lovers
0: now. So, <laughs> I mean. Uh, Bro, Nick Yancey. Is what you're going by. What you're not going to do is leave me out here in these streets by myself. Nice. When I fall on the stage, you help pick me up. You got that? If I make it, we all make it. Yeah, all right. That's what you say. <laughs> but uh, enough about that. Uh, anything else you get into over the weekend, man? Anything interesting? Yes. My
1: cousins came up. My first cousins came up this weekend. Love, love. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> we went to the Funk Fest Friday. It uh, was a nice. Con- to me, Taint was the better. Perform out of everybody that came. It was Silk Monica. Was um, he performing new stuff or old stuff? He performed the stuff off his uh, most recent. Yeah, it was new and old. Gotcha. And then Key Sweat headline. Um, I was mad though. We did miss Silk, but he came out. They 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 did the song with Key Sweat. So oh, you,
0: when you said he, I thought you were about to tell me Silk. The shocker came out, and I was like, bro. <laughs> Right. You said he, so there is a silk. That's sip. what I meant, yeah. Yeah, there's a silk <laughs> like, why were you upset about that? Because
1: <laughs> I wanted to hear somebody rap off me.
0: <laughs> you can turn on blue face for that. <laughs>
1: um, but it was, it was cool, and then we went out last night. Um, so it was a good time. Probably drunk a little bit more than I thought I had, but
0: <laughs> I'm here and live. So to tell you what type of weekend we had, um, Nick is eating Zaxby's. And not drinking during the podcast, and I am currently drinking coffee at 2.30. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I, I was your weekend? No, we had the uh, Sundresses and Stogies at Sunset event here in that? Murfreesboro. It is actually a really nice event, and I had fun. Um, I will always try to support my, uh, my chapter bros, and they put on a nice event for Murfreesboro. A lot of times in this area, we find ourselves having to go to Nashville. And you think about it, by the time you drive up there, that's a 30-minute drive. Yeah. And then you got to decide, are you going to want to drive back? And then how much are you going to drink? Yep. So you can't, and we we obviously don't encourage drinking and driving. So then that's a $30, $40 ride home or (laughs) something like that. So, you know, it was cool. It was here. I got to see a lot of my brothers I hadn't seen in a long time. A couple of them came up from Chattanooga. We got to hang out. Um, Just things like that. So it was a very cool event. I suggest people come out next year. Um, Had a couple of scrimmages since the last time we talked. Uh, My boys are progressing okay. Like I said, I coach the freshman squad. Um, We've got a scrimmage coming up tomorrow, which we won't release this until Tuesday. So I'll (laughs) (laughs) check my Twitter for how we did. But uh, we got Brentwood Academy and then we got a, um, we've got a Jamboree Friday at Gallatin. So anybody who wants to come out, it starts at six. Uh, So you can check the freshman squads out, the JV squad and the varsity squad out at Friday. Um, Um, at Gallatin. So, speaking of recaps, we'll kind of go ahead and get into uh, <laughs> some of today's topics, man. And I want to get your opinion on something. What you
1: got for us today?
0: So, this has been one of the main uh, hot-button topics over the last week or so. Okay. We somehow find ourselves talking about a lot of hip-hop here, right? Yeah. So, the list of the 50 greatest rappers of all time... Were out here. Is Die lying on that list? Um, five times. But <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to get your opinion on this. So we'll go through some of the the uh, the bigger names, if you will, and we'll see. You know, just kind of what happens. But so top fifty greatest rappers of all time, and i hey, a- And where's this list coming from? So it was, it was coming. It's the interesting part about it. it's coming from some really unknown podcast, okay. and they put it out, and it set Twitter on fire. And one of actually uh, a very slip-on rapper was getting slandered. I mean, absolutely set ablaze. Like, yeah, hey. <laughs> and I want to actually come to his defense, but we'll we'll get there. Okay. So right now, number one, I had Jay Z. So you know how I feel about that one. I can't really argue that. I mean. You, I, if anybody puts Jay Z or Nas as their number one rapper, then you, I mean, you, can, you can see either it way. comes down to a preference. Yeah, number two is Nas. Like I'm not gonna argue with that. So we're gonna skip over a couple of people here. We'll start getting to some standouts. Tell me this: You're a Fab fan. Fab checks in at number six.
1: F-A-B-O-L-O-U. all
0: time, all time, all time.
1: Nah, not Fab. <laughs> <laughs> not fab. Now. no, Fab got bars. Oh, for days, and his mixtapes have been classic. Yeah, and any he feature he's on. The
0: Summertime Shootout series, like, you go check that out. I mean, and he's, I, he kills everything, especially if you give him some type of uh, a slower beat or, like, a, a love yeah. song or type song, Fab's going to come through and put his foot in it. But I would not put him top. So, you, so you're so you telling me the dude who said, <laughs> who spells his name F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S, oh, <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Not the dude that got into it with uh Brandy's brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is not higher on your or shouldn't be higher than Jada Kiss checking in at seven. Not no way. Or Biggie checking in at eight.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ever list is it's a it's above Biggie. Um uh, Fab is above Biggie, Ghostface at nine, Kendrick at ten. Now here's okay. He's above I'm looking at your list now. He's above J. Cole. Yeah. Andre three thousand. So, you really want to, you want to do this Andre three thousand thing now? Because I got a funny feeling that we're about to have it out on this. Do you think Andre three thousand? So, and just for the purposes of this conversation, uh, let's build it up to there. So, uh, Beanie Siegel comes in at eleven, which is egregious. Right eleven for Beanie is is Beanie. Don't get me wrong. Beanie's a great rapper. There's no way he's number eleven of all time. If, especially is when you this look list up,
1: backwards? and you've
0: got Snoop at thirty four. Like, come on now. So, how
1: did, how did Lord Banks make this? This
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Rakim, you got to respect the god, uh, pusher 13. Uh, Quick question about this was this this podcast are they, um, Northern? never heard of the podcast,
1: oh, okay? Because right, I want to know because this seemed like a lot of,
0: but I it, ha, it, it is definitely a New York bias, yeah. Here. So, let's get so red men at 14, which is actually pretty. Pretty. I would have Redman in the fourteen to twenty-five range if I just if I'm spitting off the top of my head. But then you get Pac at fifteen, and then you bring Pac above Scarface. Like I'm wondering, is it like what are they basing it on? Is it? So we've said all these people, and we're gonna get to Andre three thousand. So how do you feel about that? How do you feel about three stacks at seventeen? I don't know. I just wish he put out more body
1: of work. I think as far as the lyricist, he's almost untouchable. Do you think that he's one of the greatest rappers of all time? From a person putting words on a pen and paper, with pen and paper.
0: I can see it, but I just don't think he has enough work to have that. So, and- We actually kind of agree, but I'm going to jump out the window a little bit further. There's no way, there's absolutely no way you could put somebody without a solo album on the top 50 greatest rappers of all time list. Now, you can put them on a group.
1: I mean, did he have that solo album? No, it, that was, an
0: outcast it was mean, the Outkast album. I mean, they had
1: two different, it was the Love Below,
0: wasn't it? I mean, Biggie dropped a double disc. That did not make it two separate <laughs> CDs. Like, it dropped as an Outkast. If you can go look anywhere, and when it went platinum or or double, or, I think it actually might have gone five times platinum. It counted as one album. It's it one got, album. Uh, it's period. It's an Outkast album. <laughs> and everything. That, that he, they
1: dropped two different.
0: Yeah, and everything that Three Stacks has ever done has been dependent on Big Boy. So the fact that you that you people out here try to rank Andre Three Thousand higher than Big Boy is crazy. Big Boy has most has a a, a body of work where yeah. he's been giving you bars at the same amount of time. And if you really listen early on, especially early on, Big Boy and Don't At Me was out rapping Three Stacks. Three Stacks became eclectic or eclectic and started rapping. Just I mean. Don't get me wrong. When he's on, he's on. But, hell, if you give me seven years to write a 16, <laughs> I'm going to give you bars, too. There's no way you can put three sacks on this list, period. And you, then You mean on the list at all? He's not on this uh, list, uh, period.
1: Mm.
0: Now, does he have bars? Absolutely. But give me at least one solo album, and then we'll talk. So I can give you that. Then you got Common at 18. Any thoughts? I know how much you love Common. <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm just I think he, um, I would probably put him higher Cole at 19 is interesting to me Lupe Fiasco So Royce at 21 Um, You listen to you, you really listen to Royce? Uh, I mean, I've heard a,
1: a couple songs But not, I mean, I see T.I.'s below him
0: Yep, so That's crazy we'll, I'll skip over some of the rest of them DMX is on here Drake, 23 T.I. Raekwon, Twister uh, Method Man, Eminem, Prodigy so what would you put Eminem? Eminem was my top five of all time Okay Oh, um, Big Boy is at 32. That's crazy. 15 below three Sh- stacks. New is 34. Lil Wayne is 37. Bun. So, yeah. Anyway, the rest of the people, LL coming in at 46 is crazy. Rick Ross at 47. You, they, they ranked, LL is they ranked the game above LL Cool J. No, 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 no. They rank. Mace <laughs> Mason
1: Better over LL Cool J and, and the, Rick Ross. And Lloyd Banks comes in at 50. I don't even know. That's why I had to ask you a question, like, where is this where are these people located? So, because if Lloyd Banks is in to anybody's top 50 list, it automatically gets it. They might as well put Nick Cannon in there.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Nick uh be killing folks on his wild style. What are you talking about, bro? But anyway, <laughs> so we've been burying the lead on purpose. As anybody who's listening to this knows, if you actually care about what we're talking about. The thing that has set the internet on fire was Joe Budden coming in at number three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, funny, talking about Trammell, he I actually have been kind of putting him on some, uh, some Joe Budden music lately. Mm-hmm. But have you ever listened to a Joe Budden album? So, and, and I think Joe Budden has said this before, but
1: my impression of Joe Budden has always been pump, pump it up. <laughs> and he was, I mean he said that's one of the worst things he ever did because that's what everybody associated with him. Actually, I heard Joe Budden got bars. But I don't listen to him like that.
0: So, I also. And but I no, definitely don't think he's number three on anybody's list. So Joe Budden should be on this list. I just, yeah, he, I just should say he should be on the, be on the yeah, list. Yeah, three. top three is crazy. <laughs> like top three for Joe Budden. It's funny if you listen to his podcast. Shout out to his podcast. I actually. Was my inspiration one to get ours going but um joe, joe he uh started the podcast saying yeah y'all better listen to me now <laughs> top three and i'm not one or two <laughs> wow. so um but he had fun with it and then he started playing some of his really basically like his b-sides mm-hmm. and if you start listening to Dike joe has bars and that's what i heard but like, it's just like
1: everybody associates him with that
0: one song and that's where that's when i didn't pay attention to him then because we were in high school You we Pull, pull so that's not up. what I want to hear. And I was like, I mean, it's a cool whatever. But then you go back, I had to go back and listen to his music probably a couple of years ago. And I was like, let me check out Uncle Joe. Like, Joe has given, has consistently given people bars for 17 years up until he retired. And it's funny because now people are being introduced to him because of his podcast. Like, I can go back and play some songs for you. Um, like, Immortal off of, I think it was off of All Love Lost uh-huh. is one of my favorite songs of his. Um, he has a lot of introspective stuff. <clears throat> like, he couldn't see his son for a while. Like, uh, he had baby mama issues. His son's name is Trey. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so he raps about that. Like, a lot of – he raps about being suicidal. Like, he was with Slaughterhouse and was out rapping Five Nine and all the other members of Slaughterhouse and had issues with Eminem and all that type of stuff. So I didn't know all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of history behind it if you go back and listen to it. But Joe absolutely deserves to be on this list. Joe is probably in my top – 30 to 40 rappers of all time. Uh, he just never really got his acclaim, which a topic I want to talk about one day is the rappers who, you know I'm saying, whatever, but we'll get into that, but uh, but he's one of the most underappreciated rappers in my opinion. So, so uh, you, you're pretty real versed in, in hip-hop. You hip-hop, to, hip-hop.
1: <laughs> you listen to way, way more, way more people than I listen to. So, I want to ask you, do you have somebody that's in your top that people would be like, you're crazy? Like, who is like a someone in your top, I'd say 25 or 30? You say top 50 that other people wouldn't consider. But to you, they have to be considered one of them. I
0: mean, Joe Budden is, um, is definitely up there. Um, he's in that, that's probably one of the ones that I will go to bet for and I'll start playing you song after song. But I think it's people that Joe like, the only people
1: that would argue, I'm talking about people that probably know music as well.
0: Yeah. Like if
1: everybody that hasn't listened to Joe Budden would probably argue up, you know, argue all day about he shouldn't be in top. But everybody I know that listen to his music say he's, you know, one of the best. Right. So is there anybody that, oh, is slept on you like, this dude got bars and people sleeping on him?
0: Um, let me think. That's a, a good question that I wasn't prepared for. That would have been good to talk about in a pre-show production, but I was, I was <laughs> eating, so I no. Um, let me come back That's to you cool. on that. One. Can, like, uh, I think the game is really underappreciated. Like, I don't think the game gets the respect for I can see that. his bars. Like now everybody, because here's the thing: I think the game has done it to himself, though. What he's done is he's created this image where he's always name dropping, and he's known for that. But if you listen to it, the game will give you four different flows. Like, people talk about him being able to emulate people's styles. I think he's a beast. But to me, that's almost uh, an asset to me. Like, that shows how good he is. Like, he can sound like Nas. He can sound like himself. He can sound like whoever and still, like, his pen and pad game is crazy. Yeah. So, uh, I would probably say the game Joe Budden, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's gonna be tough. I have to think about that. I'm gonna come back to that next episode. That's That's a good one. So, uh, one thing that I did want to, uh, a couple of notable people that were left off, and we'll wrap this up. Um, Nelly, of course. Tyler. <laughs> well, that's you. You beat me to the punch. That was where I was going to end up. With. <laughs> how do you feel about uh, Mr. E.I.E.I. Uh oh, this list is disrespectful. I'm spreading <laughs> it. Um, and then Tyler uh, Kwali was left off too. Mm. So I don't understand how you could put most Def on and not put on Tyler Kwali. But I mean, I feel like Big Crick should be on this list. Sleek. I mean, if we're getting to the point where you can put 50 cent on there, if Lloyd st- Banks is on this list, is no Lloyd big- has bar. You're gonna stop. Lloyd should be above 50, honestly. Lloyd wraps circles level, yeah. around 50. So, man, that, that, so I thought that list was cool. Um, but let's change the, the subject a little bit, um, as well. Transition some. So, I am we're currently recording in my apartment, right? Yeah, your lavish apartment. And so, as you all know, my wife has been working or been in nursing school she's actually started working now um but you know at that point in time i had to pay the bills it's just not like oh i'm a man i have to pay the bills but these bills got to be paid and And somebody got to pay them yeah but it's for the betterment of our family so i appreciate her sacrifice but just having this topic of conversations with things i've seen online what do you think about um paying bills like do you, are you a fan of the man's paying all the bills? Do you think it should be 50 50? Should it be the person who makes the most money? How do you think that that should break down? First of all, I'm gonna tell you, Nick is problematic and misogynistic. I haven't said that yet on this episode. No, so no. let's go on and get into his misogynistic bag. I think the woman should pay everything while the man's out here living his dreams.
1: <laughs> so what? What's the problem? <laughs> no, um, like in your situation, you are married and then technically in marriage, your money and her money up. It's both you guys' money. So yes, people, you you would think. I that. mean, you would think that in theory, but, but it doesn't, I'm doesn't...
0: finding out more and more people don't believe that. People are more like just glorified roommates or anything. But anyway, yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, take away from your point. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: So, but like, I guess if you like in the relationship you date or whatever, I don't think like the guy should be paying all the bill. I just, I mean, and with back in the day, women didn't make as much as men.
0: Well, right now they still make seventy cents on the dollar.
1: Well, it's also some women out here making a lot more than men. So, it, I mean, it, situations differ. But back to your point, I I'm pretty cool with
0: 50-50. So now you're saying if, like, let's say hypothetically you all are living together, shacking mm-hmm. um, up, going against what? Hey, guys? you got your half. <laughs> the rent due uh, on the first is that half of everything? Is that half of Rent half of electricity, half of, or is that just rent? Is that just, or are you cool with like, let's say hypothetically y'all were living together, mm-hmm. and you make sustain let's say you make thirty, forty thousand dollars more than she does. Would you be okay paying the rent and she paid the household bills? Because that's a popular uh, setup I've seen as well. Yeah, I can pay the rest of the bills and we can go have on rent. <laughs> so but there would still be but that would equalize to be about the same yeah. roughly but your second point is it needs to be like she's gonna pay something on this yeah day. i
1: mean you're not gonna get a, a free ride off my dime especially if you're not married
0: does that change when you do get married i mean i feel like at that point
1: it's supposed to be considered both of y'all money so you know whoever pays it pays it but or we may have just like a bill account, or so I don't know. I haven't thought that far
0: in. So would you do a, like a joint account, like a for bills? Would you put all your money in that account? Nah. <laughs> nah. See, nah. this is what I'm talking about right there. Nah. How you talk, how are you talking about? It's supposed to be our money, but so are nah. you? Do you intend on her it'll knowing how much it'll... money you make? Oh yeah, I don't mean I don't. Yeah, I don't mind that. Would she have access to? Your separate account.
1: Well, she need access to my separate
0: account because <laughs> <laughs> it's your wife. She's got access to your body. Okay, like
1: that's cool, but yeah.
0: oh, anybody can have access to that? You podcast whore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um, I mean, like I'm gonna have my fun money. Like I don't need you spending my fun money. Like if I want to go on a, a, a trip, like my be like hey, babe, we going to somewhere, and I'm like, hey, where's my fun money? Oh, me and the girls wanted to get our nails done, and they didn't have money, so I said. I'll get it.
0: I don't need all that. Well, first of all, if you're dating a woman who's stupid enough to go into <laughs> your separate money um and <laughs> and spend it on her friends, like you made a and terrible. If you cash out. So you, <laughs> <laughs> you, cash out my wife. Right. you never need to get married. Oh. <laughs> uh, so if let's say for whatever reason, y'all are struggling, which I hope that that never happened, but just Mm -hmm. hypothetically, y'all are struggling. Um, And is it your responsibility to ensure that the bills are being paid? Is it my responsibility if we're living together? Yeah. I mean. Like, you're married is what I'm saying. Oh,
1: yeah. I feel like it is, yeah. So. I mean, of course, the the man should be the provider. So, like, in situations like that, of course, I mean, I married you, you know, I'm here to support. So, you may have gotten laid off, whatever. Yeah, I'll, you know. If my one job can't support it, then I'll get another job. If that job can't support it, then i get another you know, three jobs. But yes, I do feel like it is up to the man to keep that household together.
0: And so that's where I come in. Like I feel as if that uh I think it's I think this concept is being misunderstood in today's society. Mm-hmm. Like women are definitely working more. So, you know, sometimes the household responsibilities are being split more uh, as far as cooking cleaning taking care of the kids things of that nature definitely more so than they were my grandparents generation and probably our parents as well but ultimately i still feel like the man is the one who should ensure that the household is Mm running now what you're seeing is that people are taking it's the man's responsibility to pay the bills as it's the man's responsibility to pay all the bills that's not what i interpreted it as like I feel like if both of you all are out working and both of you all are taking care of things inside the house and both of you all are, you know, in this partnership, then both of you all are responsible for making sure the bills take, are taken care of. However, if there is a failure, if money's short, it's the man's responsibility to make sure that there's food in the cabinet, that the lights stay on, that the rent is being paid. Like, ultimately, that burden falls on you. Yeah. That doesn't mean that she shouldn't be playing her part, but if she's out there doing the best that she can, then wherever y'all lack that's is where where the man's up. supposed to step up that's what i think is supposed uh-huh. to happen there but people are taking this as oh the man should pay the rent and uh-huh. the man should pay this like don't get me wrong i will because that's my wife and, yeah but you know if you can go out here and you can make 50 60 70 thousand dollars then what i look like it's <laughs> just, <laughs> just everything it's everything and then i still gotta buy you jewelry i still gotta you know what I'm saying like i gotta pay your card note too and I got to uh, pay for the dates. And, and, just, uh, hey, I'll just guess who's paying when you go out? But I also believe that all the money goes into it. Like, I honestly, Marlita has a better idea of how much money I make than I know. Yeah. So, but that's just how, what works for us. I mean, I encourage people yeah, it's, to- Yeah, it's definitely different. from It's different strokes for different folks. But, you know, a lot of people
1: have this general bubble that if a guy doesn't do this, then they're not a man or something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, definitely. But it's funny that- um, <laughs> Women can't be judged off of hardly anything. You can't judge a woman off of her body, but a man can definitely be judged off of his finances. Yeah. Because right now, I guarantee you women find you a lot more attractive than if you worked at McDonald's. Exactly. So, <laughs> but and that's neither here nor there. But uh, it, I ask,
1: yeah, like you said, man, like women can judge you off anything. Like <laughs> I've seen women judge men off their height. <laughs> but Chris Brown made one song about nice hair. and, that's a a different topic but it's just it's just something like one person person can't control their height but one person can do something about their hair but no actually
0: last night at the event we kind of ran into this conversation uh a guy who who remained nameless said that he wants a woman who makes over six figures because he knows what he's bringing to the table he has way over six figures and one of my homegirl's wife was like well why does she want you and he's like, because he goes, because i make way over six figures. And she was like, but you got five kids. And he was like, but they're taken care of. <laughs> so it's just like those type of things, like how important money, like what I got from that, it was funny because like he's telling you he has these standards. And I asked him, like, why can't he have those standards? Women are okay to have standards. But he can't have standards. Like he, he, if a guy has standards, they're looking at as the shallow. I mean – Here's the thing. All of my happily married men, they have standards they stood by. Like if you want a woman that's slim with long hair and that's you know, say her natural hair, hey, that's what you want. Yeah. I, I don't care what people think about what your preferences are. And if you really go by what you think social media is gonna say or what people's opinions are, you're you're an yeah, idiot. You set yourself up a failure. So Nick, let me ask you one more question. Since we're we're being super misogynistic here, and we're talking about that's our standards do. and what you know what I'm saying standing up for black man's rights here um let me ask you a question now you've been in relationships before right yeah so let's say you and your girl out here going dutch on a nice little 50 50 date she got her movie ticket you got your movie first let <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's just back up like i wouldn't make i wouldn't make them pay on that well I mean I have before, but man, so, I, I'm, exactly I'm doing well for myself, so I can at least pay for the date.
0: The whole date? Yeah. She ain't gotta lead a tip or nothing? No. Only if she's getting a tip. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Meg What is wrong with you? <laughs> so um y'all out y'all walking through the movies, right? All right, cool. And then she sees this chick that she had, you know what I'm saying, that she had beef with. Chick wants all the smoke right then and there, all right? right? Yeah. Now it's one on one. Ain't no jumping, so ain't no use, of, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. She just gotta handle this. Mm-hmm. And she telling you, like, oh, there she go. I'm finna whoop her ass. All right. And your girl go over there and get knocked the hell out. Like beat, like <laughs> like people like, oh, World Star. All like, right. would you break up with her? Um, can could you be with a girl who can't fight? First of all. It's bad too. It ain't even like a little. Like it was close. It's no doubt that she got beat up. Side note: If it's that bad, I'll probably pull up my phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I don't think I would ever be attracted to a a female that has that type of mentality. That like not mature enough to not want to fight a, a female that they don't like. I just think that's we're too grown for that. Okay. Now this is back in you know early twenties. Okay,
0: I get it. I mean, but even in this situation, let's say the girl, like, it's unavoidable. Like, she, like y'all out minding y'all business, and the girl just like, woo woo like, you gonna fight me. Like, she has no choice but to fight her. And your girl getting knocked the hell out. Like, beat up bad. No side note, I have a question about
1: <laughs> fighting. If you, you lose in a fight, no, I will answer it, but if you lose in a fight, how much is it that you're a bad fighter versus the person being a good fighter?
0: I don't know. I never lost a fight. <laughs> so
1: I, but, but, I can't tell you the answer to that question. But but I like, I don't know what I was randomly thinking about that because if, if Floyd Mayweather pushed me right now and I fight him and I lose to
0: Floyd Mayweather. Here's the thing. Am I a bad Here's, fighter? No. Or, or okay, these other? these are the rules. These are the rules of fighting. If you lose, you're you're a bad fighter. Period. Okay. See? So, like, if Floyd beats you up, like, in my head, I can now whoop you <laughs> because I've seen you get beat up. <laughs> no, regardless of who it was. You had to shut up before I smack you. Like, I'm talking wit to you anytime you get <laughs> out of I can line. prove to you that I can fight. And then once you beat me up, then Floyd becomes a better fighter. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, he gets enhanced, and now that's the new pecking order. <laughs> it's like Floyd, Nick, and then me. But also, you probably just caught me on a bad day. Like, I didn't stretch but and But I like how so. you had
1: this baby thing like it wasn't that you was a bad fighter i just caught you on a bad day yeah okay but (laughs) would i break up with her nah i wouldn't break up with her i just now know she can't
0: fight well and it's funny because women will say like that was actually a topic of discussion i've seen several times women are like oh my man can't fight i can't but it also kind of gets into women have this whole thing where they say oh i need somebody to protect me and i need I can protect you and not be able to fight. Because right. if I got a concealed carry, I can protect everybody. Everybody in, <laughs> everybody in this book is protected. <laughs> but um, And it's just funny how women can be that superficial. Yeah. Like, you, this could be the dude. He could be out here paying your bills. Your nails are done every week. You, you know, so he got you in a car, got you in a house, all this type of stuff. And he can't fight, and now you look at him as a lesser of a man? Like, what kind of <laughs> – But I also
1: wanted to touch on that point where uh, women – you know how, let's let's use the Russell Wilson and the future comparison. Okay. How all these women out there say, oh, I wish I could find me a Russell Wilson. And 90% of them women <laughs> want a future to act like a Russell Wilson. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, if you're at a club or wherever you meet people at, I don't know, let's say he's at a club because that's the, one of the most popular places to meet a person. Not necessarily your husband, but we're just saying for the sake of me. Okay, come on. I
0: like where you're going with this. Come on. Be <laughs> problematic, Nick.
1: And there's Future over there. Okay. And there's Russell Wilson. Right. Which one do you think the
0: woman is going to be attracted to? Okay. Or Slight caveat to this. Russell Wilson before Sierra or like Russell now? Because Russell now in his bag. Russell with that $100 million contract. He out here with chains and the curl kit in his head. I'm not even saying. (laughs) He dressing best.
1: I'm not even talking about, let's say not even celebrities.
0: Right. But. Yeah, who they represent.
1: Future the person. Without the money, without everything. And Future comes up offers to buy a drink.
0: Russell Wilson comes up offers to buy a drink. So I'll be problematic a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Women want a man with self-confidence. And like you said, they want somebody like Russell to have that future self-confidence. Because what's going, what the difference is, and I'm not talking about them specifically, Russell is a great guy, I'm sure. Um, but the thing, like people like Lil Wayne, Future, all these people, the reason why they have so many baby mamas and why they have so many women is because they have that confidence. They have a swagger about them. I'm pretty sure it has to do some of the money. Well, uh, no, nah, future had four or five before he got on. I mean, so but, <laughs> but it's but it's something that translates. Lil Wayne also looks like a grifter. Hey, whatever, and yeah. he still pulls bad women. But yeah, some of that true. now has to do with money. But even but yeah, confidence that, goes a long it, way. That's the biggest thing. They can I walk mean, up. Jay Z you. got Beyonce. They can keep. <laughs> yeah. They can they can keep you entertained. Yeah, they can uh, engage. You know what I'm saying? But like, Also
1: more fun, like who are you going to have more fun with a future or, or exactly i mean and it also depends on your
0: idea of fun and it also goes into the phase of their life too because i do find that as women get older now the they're looking rolls. for yep but when the 20s they want future to blow their back out <laughs> and then somehow then at that point in time then they want. And then this, they also get the like with
1: future he had the like you do the
0: look at us telling us what telling women what they want <laughs> remember, we just we're trying to
1: we trying to screw y'all put y'all on game but no man like that they live a
0: fast life, but know? they won't here's the thing they want future somebody like future who is and we're using this again just as a name yeah. It to be really anybody or what they supposedly represent, but they want somebody who it you find him attractive, you find him funny, but you think that he's only attractive and funny to you like you don't want <laughs> you no know, other women like you knew that you were he was entertaining other women when you met yeah. him so you think that this gonna change when you, you? Know, all of a sudden stop like you want him to grow up and just be your future? Come on, man. That's
1: that's. Stupid. But you know, a lot of women think they can
0: change. A that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard a woman say in their life. But you, you've heard them say it though. Oh, <laughs> openly. Like I have a couple of homegirls that I've had to have this conversation with. Like, who this man is when you meet him is who he's going to. Now be. I do
1: think, in a certain sense, they can be changed. Like, no. for instance, for instance, you can help guide them. I'm not saying you, but I, I disagree. I know some guys is like they never went to church. They met the girl, got involved in
0: church. No. I don't think that that's necessarily a. And I'm going to disagree because I think it, for a man to change, he has to change himself. He has yeah. to want to change. But so, but something, they, but they can be the, led. But like, the woman introduced a vessel, gave him an inspiration. If that's what you mean, I mean, you, but, if, you,
1: if that's how you're looking at it,
0: then yes. But I just feel like that. A woman can't change who he is. Like, that man has to want to change. Now, if he happens to want to change around the times you catch him at the right point, you just moment, got lucky. That's been good. Yeah. No. But you can't go in and be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, whoever you decide to date or whoever you decide to marry, whatever, it's not going to be able to make you not be uh, misogynistic and unproblematic. <laughs> like, there's just not, you're going to have to want to be better, Nick.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. This is, hey, you wonder why I go do other podcasts. You the problem, Russell. I'm the problem? You the problem. I'm the problem? Yeah.
0: This ain't about me.
1: It damn sure ain't
0: (laughs) about me. I never get what I want. I let you go out here and run these streets.
1: And giving your mouth to everybody? Every Tom, Dick, and Harry?
0: (laughs) Tom, Dick, and Harry. People are going, oh, that comment's going to stand out. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Real quick, I wanted to touch on this uh, just because Melo – has also has basically the US team USA came out and said, We're not going to send the offer to Melo. Well, duh, well, like,
1: yeah, I don't great. even know why that was news,
0: but I do want to ask you because you are a basketball guy, so I kind of defer to you on this one. But does Melo deserve to be on a roster for this upcoming season? Does like, he deserve to
1: be on a roster?
0: Yes. yes, will he be? But
1: will he? And that depends on his mentality of what the team wants him to do. For instance, somebody used the Vince Carter situation, how he's still on the roster. Mm-hmm. But Vince Carter has accepted a mentor role. Right. Like, he doesn't care about anything but mentoring um, the kids on the team. Right. So, if Carmelo wants to – Carmelo could easily play for the, the Suns, the uh, the, the Magic. He can play for teams like that and give them that veteran present off the bench, but you're not going to be the sixth man or the seventh man. You're going to be part of the second rotation, but you may not be the first go-to guy in that second rotation. If he's fine with that, yes, he deserves to be on the roster. But if he's thinking he's still a starter, I, I don't see it. He can start for
0: a team that's rebuilding or, you know, tanking. But I wouldn't want him on a team that's rebuilding or tanking. Because I, I think that Melo is still good enough to where you put him on that type of team, then they're going to defer to Melo and Melo's going to still get you <laughs> he, he never decided he didn't like. And still gonna feel like that he still got it. I think that Melo needs to get into a situation where it's a winning team and he has to assemble. Like, he needs to get into a situation with, like, a LeBron or somebody, one of these dominant personalities, where you have no choice but to fall into that role. Like, with a James Harden, like, you're going to be at best third yeah. or fourth option on your good nights. But that's what he was
1: with the, uh, the, the Rockets, and we see how that – they got let go after 10 games.
0: Yeah, I also don't know how well he fit into that system, too. Like For well, me, the, the system is James
1: Harden dribbles for 22 <laughs> seconds and shoots, so nobody really.
0: Yeah, because him and Russell Westbrook are going to work very well I honestly together. I think it's going to
1: work better than what
0: people I do. think it's not going to work at all. That's cool. That's you got another. two of the players with the highest usage in the game, and you got to somehow figure out how. Now, I think for them, they'll figure out how to get 50 a game out of the two of them. But everybody else is going to be like, bruh.
1: So so your idea of them not working out, what what would you give them as far as wins?
0: Um, in an 82-game season, mm, 55, 56, 57, something like that. All right, they're going to be solid, and they're going to be the 2-3 seed. But here's the thing. You don't put Westbrook and Harden together to, to get bounced in the second, third round of the playoffs, which is what's going to happen, in my opinion. You can't win a championship with – um. Russell Westbrook. I'll say it time and time again in this podcast. But I don't know. I think they're... You can't win with him. I know that's your guy,
1: but... (laughs) No, I just think... You can't win with him. I just think they're too good of friends to... to, Now that they'll figure it out.
0: I I mean, it sounds good. It sounds good now, in theory. Like, you and I are friends right now. But when we're on the court, that's a completely Like... Well, you're also not James Harden. (laughs) But that's the thing. But even if I... So... (laughs) You're right. You're right. I'm not James Harden. (laughs) But if I if we go out there and play, and we're playing the twelve, and I start shooting about six, seven times a game. You're gonna be like, "Bro, what the hell?" I mean, but that's different. I mean, if you
1: if basketball was your primary sport and you you shot, you know, six, or seven times, if you were hitting, I'm cool defaulting to you. Or I'm defaulting to anybody that's that's able to score. What like. if
0: he's not hitting? So here's the thing: Westbrook will go cold. <laughs> yeah, and you mean he does not stop shooting. Well, that's when I'm like, hey. <laughs> I mean, we got some people that that do that sometimes. height. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I I definitely I don't have any problem expressing my frustration on somebody like a shoot like Steph Curry shooting and all. But is Westbrook different to is me. not a shooter. That's what I'm saying. Like, so like, yeah. if Steph Curry did something like that, he's just trying to get going. Westbrook, you just need to
0: pass chill. All. Yeah. So, but yeah, man so but yeah,
1: Carmelo we- does deserve to be on the roster, but I don't know if his mindset has changed since. Um, he was. He had that
0: interview saying, "They said I got to come off the bench."
1: <laughs> so
0: I think his best role would be for somebody who lacks depth. Like, I mean,
1: uh, I can see him in the, with the Lakers.
0: I can see, and here's why I say I was thinking the Lakers, or Another just Clippers. somebody else. Is he can come off as a six man in a position to where he's got free range with that second group that comes in. Like, give Melo all the shots he wants with a group that's lacking a score for that second group. Now you've got somebody coming off the bench who can get hot and still curate shots. But if he's not hitting his shots, he's worthless. Then you take the him out the game because he's with that second
1: group. Because you you can and you think he gonna come in for the league minimum if he wants to play ball. Right. That's why he's not on on team. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll he pretty see. much sold his soul for um, the New York Knicks. That's pretty much what his.
0: I mean, look,
1: because they, they actually said I read somewhere where he had a chance to team up with LeBron and them in Miami, but he chased the money in
0: New York. I mean, two three hundred mil. <laughs> hey, you are my dog. <laughs> but if somebody's gonna pay me three hundred million, I've never even heard of Nick. I don't. Even. <laughs> you Who? Watch. So would you put money before ring?
1: If you was a wide receiver in the NFL? Yeah,
0: yeah. Because you're playing. Hey, here's the thing: I know professional athletes and the grind that they put their bodies through, yeah. and how short you never, know, especially in football, you never know how long you're gonna play. Like, you need to, you're getting the type of generational money or the type of money that can change generations to come. Like, your family, somebody else's family. You've got all this money. Make the most of it while you can. Because when you're done, you're going to be 30 trying to figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true. You might as well be 30 with 50 million as opposed to 10 million and a Super Bowl ring. Like, that's why I feel like a ring doesn't
1: definitely define a person's career. Uh,
0: I think it only differentiates the Brakes. elite people. Yeah. Like, the Uber is Like, no, Robert Ory is not better than, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people say, oh, if you're using the ring conversation, then Robert Parrish is, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Bill
1: Russell is the greatest person to ever play the game. No, it's just not that.
0: But, I mean, LeBron and Kobe and Mike, I feel like that's a conversation. But Dennis Rodman and LeBron is not a conversation.
1: Do you think it would be a different conversation if LeBron James was 2 and in the finals? because a lot of people always say oh he's 3 and 6.
0: Uh, um no, I think that he would have to be get to be 3 and o, oh, four and oh and then it's a different conversation. But two of them in a 18 year career is kind of like, bro, what'd you do these other 16 years? Right. Like why keep? But basketball's such a individual 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 sport. Like you can put one great ga, one great guy out there and get 30 yeah, 40 and wins out of.
1: That's what people don't understand about other sports like
0: some sports like you could
1: be one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play, but if your defense sucked your whole career, Tony Romo. <laughs> that's why, I mean, and not to, I'm kind of switching subjects, but that's why I always put Philip Rivers over Eli Bannon.
0: I got to think about that one. Because, yeah.
1: If you look at body of work, Philip yeah. Rivers have
0: played. High at a higher level, but than Eli Manning. Philip has also had way better offensive talent too. That's a good discussion. We yeah, but, we'll, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll table that and yeah. and,
1: and we we'll have a full full discussion about that But I, I love discussing with especially Giants fans
0: <laughs> because
1: they think Eli Manning should,
0: they're trash. You know? But so we'll wrap this thing up. You got to get out of here and go play with little kids. Um, Actually, I am coaching little kids <laughs> because
1: I don't want this podcast to get in the wrong hands <laughs> and you think I'm out there touching little boys. I'm actually coaching and mentoring 10-year-old
0: boys. And shout-out to you. Um, And shout-out to everybody that listens to us. We appreciate you all uh, giving us your time. Uh, Remember to like, listen, subscribe, and comment on our pages. Um, Nick, you got anything? Yeah, I want to give a couple of podcast shout-outs. One good
1: friend, Andre, he has a podcast called A Gentleman's Conversation.
0: Also, that they, sounds romantic as hell. Yeah, like he just whisper in the ear, like like uh, uh, the what's
1: quiet stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. And then also, again, the ADHD.
0: Boo! Hey, Tramel, your podcast sucks. <laughs> no, shout out to the homie Tramel, even though he didn't want to have me on the uh, on the podcast, but it's cool. <laughs> Go check yeah, him out. He did want you, to point you on the podcast. It's just, man,
1: life happens. Oh, uh, Tramel um, wanted that. me. And also, um, podcast off the label they are uh more streamed than we are they're uh we're kind of pg they are rated r (laughs) so but no they have some um interesting um topics of discussion and um it's i think her id name is mona fee and she also has a friend mark on it but it's hilarious i think mark is funnier than her sorry <laughs> but no, it's a good. So go check out those podcasts as well. um Shout out to all of those um, that's doing podcasts and also giving me feedback on the podcast. They they love our show. Uh, they always always get text text messages when they're, while they're listening to it. Uh, mainly disagreeing with what I say, but I don't care. That's what I'm
0: here for to be problematic. There you go. And again, thank you to everybody who listens to us and uh, all of our friends who do text us. Feel free to put more friends on to us. We're trying to grow this thing. Um, Coming up shortly, uh, our producer. Well, I wanted to roll him and introduce him in his new role, but he decided that he was too good and too yeah, busy to I mean, come he did through a no today. No call, no show. Um, and so, just some more changes coming. The logo is finishing up there. The social media pages are coming, so oh. we're definitely about to go to the next page. Mur,
1: mur, mur, mur. Forgot all about that. I don't know how. I, am. I apologize, to all the
0: listeners. But I
1: just literally, we were this close to wrapping it up. You
0: almost had it. I was trying to finish it up, but so let's get out of here, man. Uh, one last thing shout out to our guy, uh, young Reezy Renzel Washington, uh, Reezy Redenbacher. He is out here solo on his uh, entrepreneurship role. Um, next podcast, or maybe at the end of this one, we might plug him in and let him tell you a little bit about it. Uh, also shout out to Jeremy, uh, Ace of Fades. His mobile barber shop is rolling, hitting the Chattanooga area. I think it's next uh, month coming out next month. So um, be on the lookout for that. We'll have contact information. It, it will be a once in a lifetime experience. Everything will be customized I, to you. I would be down in Chattanooga for the opening. Yep, uh, I may try to make it if Jeremy communicates it to me. But you should. Uh, it's going to be a very very custom solution. Uh, any barbers that are looking to do something unique and uh, looking to make some money, reach out to Jeremy. We'll plug his contact information as well. But just shout out to all of our friends doing big things. Um, Let's get out of here, man. This has been uh, Hate Us, uh, Love Us, and we are signing out. See ya.